Welcome to the Mom on Purpose podcast. I'm Laura Johnson, and I'm here to teach you how to get out of your funk, be in a better mood, play more with your kids, manage your home better, get your to-do list done, and live your life on purpose. With my proven method, this is possible for you, and I'll show you how. You're not alone anymore. We're in this together. Hello, you wonderful mom. Welcome back. This is the Mom on Purpose podcast with Laura Johnson. And of course, I'm excited that you're here. I know I say that every time. I hope you know I truly mean it. So I was coaching a client earlier today, and we were talking a lot about worry on her coaching call. And in this specific situation, she was worried about some of the stuff with her kids. But I've noticed how much I've been worrying about some of my kids right now. And so as we were talking and coaching on this worry, we started making a what's in our control list, what's out of our control list, and really, you know, having a great discussion about this. But she said something on there and I told her, I'm like, yes, that's exactly it. And I think we need a whole podcast episode on that one thing. And so I'm going to tell you exactly what it is, because that's what this episode is about. So she said that she was listening to someone else and and they said something like, if you are going to do the what if game in your brain, then you have to also discuss the alternative what ifs. And so that's where I'm going to start. I'm just, it's just a little teaser. I'm going to go more in detail in just a second. But I want to start that this episode is for you is if you've ever found yourself spiraling in your brain about your kids, your house, your marriage, even your yard or you going back to school or, you know, what that purpose is. If you find your brain spinning and spinning, but you're not actually acting on something, you'll also know this episode is for you is if you consider one parenting moment and how that's going to affect their, your child's entire future. So an example of this is I messed up. I yelled at them. They're going to start being a yeller and they're going to have this miserable life because they're yelling at everybody. That's a very simple example, but it's very subtle. A lot of people do it. So I do it. (laughs) So I want you to think about that. If you're thinking so far in the future, of your kid's life and how that affects in like the parenting moment today. Uh, you also know this episode is for you is if you know a specific outcome that you want your kids to do, but you can't figure out how to get them there. And it feels really frustrating to you and really scary. And then you start to worry even more. Or you'll wake up in the middle of the night and suddenly your brain is like, bing, and you're wide awake thinking about whatever it is that you're stewing over. And it's just churning, churning in your brain. The last thing that you also recognize this episode is for you is if you read a lot of articles, if you talk to a lot of people, and whatever this worry is, it feels all consuming mentally. And this is very common because it feels like We need to be taking some kind of action, but we don't actually know what action to take. So we just keep talking to everybody and reading a whole bunch of articles. So I wanted to first get clear on why you do this. And and then we'll talk about what I mentioned in the beginning of the benefits of the what if game. Our brain is really trying to understand what's happening in the world around it. It wants answers. It wants resolutions. And so 
it thinks that worry is really effective because what it's trying to do is find some kind of solution so it can feel better, so your body can feel better. But what really happens is that the worry becomes ineffective because oftentimes we're so focused on the things out of our control that we can't actually do something. We can't ever get to some resolution. And if we do get to some kind of resolution, there's a lot of discomfort there and we don't like that discomfort. So a lot of times, uh, what moms will do is they'll read all the parenting books. Uh, I'm an expert. I've read them all. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my kids have broke every one of them. <laughs> okay. And I, I say that jokingly, but also serious too. Uh, and then we will start talking to everybody. And if you really think about it, there is a multi-billion dollar industry that comes from worrying all of the products that we have, um, all of the the books and the the trends and the it, I mean essentially it all really boils down to someone was worried and someone came up with some kind of solution to fix it. So it's important to recognize that there will be times that worry is effective and there will be times that it won't. It's so important for yourself to recognize when am I getting a return on investment of my worry? When am I in, when am I investing in a pyramid scheme and it's total garbage worrying? <laughs> okay. So get very clear on that for yourself because that will make this next part a lot easier if you know that. So there will be times again where you'll act on some worry and you're actually taking action. But then there will be other times where your brain is just going to come up with these horrible scenarios at all times. And that's not going to stop. I, I wish I could give you some magic pill to tell you you're never going to worry again. And that's just not going to be the case. And so it's, I want you to start learning how to work with your brain and not work against it. So what that looks like for you is I want you to get a piece of paper, uh, something to write with notes in your phone, you know, whatever, and I want you to start writing down some of your worries and write down some of the what ifs around these worries. So a couple what ifs that have been on my mind a lot is like, what if this kid doesn't get into college? Uh, what if this other child turns into an a-hole? <laughs> like these, I'm censoring for you. That's not always the, the, the words my brain gives me. <laughs> they're, they're a little more graphic than that. Uh, what if uh, this child never moves out of the house? What if I didn't teach my kids well enough? What if I should have done better? Like all of these things, I, my brain will just spin and add these ons over and over and over. And that is completely normal because my brain, again, thinks that's really effective. So what I want you to do is write down what some of those what ifs are on whatever you're worrying right now. And then pause. And I want you to say this next part and think very deliberately on this next part, because I want you to really let it sink into your, your body every single time you say one of these things. Okay. So pause, get into your body, really let the ne this next part sink in for every one of those worries listed. I want you to find the opposite and I want you to write it. I want you to say it and I want you to feel it.
It will sound kind of like this. What if this child gets into an amazing college? What if this child becomes a caring, compassionate, empathetic human being that loves everyone so deeply? What if my child purchases a beautiful home that I have taught them more than enough on how to save and how to work, and they have gotten an incredible job and they're doing an amazing job putting out just wonderful stuff into the world. Now, I use that example with regards to children because that's, you know, on the forefront of my mind. That was on my client's mind earlier as I was coaching her. And this can be used with literally anything. You know, what if we don't have enough money this month? What if you have more than enough? So I want you just to sit and really practice this, really allow yourself to feel it, to really think about these things, to visualize these things. And there, and from that point, that's where you've got to practice giving equal space for both of these what ifs to be possible. There will come a time where you will not know how to solve whatever it is. You will be able to look at there. Both alternatives are possible, but one will require a lot of faith where you will have to do the things within your control and then turn the rest over to God and walk in total darkness, in total faith. Remember also just, and I'm going to end with this, is that you are your own worst critic. That when you slow down, when you don't slow down and when you're resisting things, you know, all of this, just to be clear, this is happening in your own brain and this is not what the rest of us see of you. And I think it's really important to make that distinction because we are, we can be so hard, hard on ourselves because we're in our own brain. But remember, you are incredible. You are amazing. And I know if you were to ask someone within your orbit, within your circle, how you're doing, they would have incredible feedback for you. So if this feels hard for you to do on your own, I want you to reach out to some really trusting people and say, you know, these are the worries. I want to find the opposite that could be true. Can you help me? And as you do that, you'll recognize many people will step up to the plate because many people love you and think you are incredible just like I do. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you for listening. Please share, review, and subscribe to this podcast so that together we can live life on purpose.